0: Would you be the jerk for grounding your daughter for calling you a liar? We'll get into that in a bit but first, am I the jerk for having my daughter take her sister's test? I have two daughters in high school, Sam is an A student and Emma is a B and C student. Sam has basically been making fun of Emma for her lower grades. We punish her when it happens but she goes back to it every time. Now the difference between the two girls is that Sam takes the general classes where Emma takes the college classes. For example, Sam took biology as her science and Emma took college physics too, so very different. Summer is here and the final grades came in, Sam got all As and when she saw she did better, she started the I am smarter comments again. I had enough at this point. I grabbed one of Emma's old tests. It was a geometry test since Sam took geometry this year and sat her down and had her do it. Long story short, she was in tears and then I explained again how grades don't measure how smart you are that she's in much easier classes compared to Emma, I think it finally got through to her. My wife was informed of what happened before she came home, and she was pissed about how I could do that to Sam. She took her to get ice cream to make up for it while me and Emma are still at home. So, I don't think OP's the jerk. I don't think what they did was outlandish. I mean, they were bullying the other kid for no reason. And OP just sought to prove to them in some measurable way to them, That it isn't ridiculous that they're struggling a little bit. Like, really, does that make you the jerk? Even if they got all worked up about it and started crying over it? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, Am I the jerk for refusing to pay for my boyfriend's food on his birthday and getting him banned from a restaurant? I, 18 year old female, have been dating my boyfriend John, 20 year old male, for a little under a year. We have a pretty toxic free relationship, but there's quite a bit of tension when it comes to me being vegetarian. I've been vegetarian since 11, and I have very strict morals around it. The one thing John has a problem with is me refusing to spend my money on meat. Ever since I started making my own money, I swore to myself that I would never spend a cent of it on meat. On our dates, we usually split the bill and sometimes he pays for it all. I told him if he orders something meat-free, I would happily pay for both of us, but he never does. When he pays for my food, it's when I've spent money on the activity. Normally concerts and festivals, that's me paying 120 plus euros on tickets and him spending maybe 50 on food. His birthday was a few days ago, and we went out for dinner at his favorite fancy restaurant he got the most expensive steak they had along with a side salad and a bottle of wine. When we finished our food, I asked the waiter to split the bill and John looked at me shocked. He asked if I was joking and I said no, then he told me he thought I was going to pay since it was his birthday and he didn't budget for the meal. I asked him why he thought I'd pay since I've been very clear about my rule, but he couldn't give me a reason other than it was being his birthday. I told him I'd pay for the wine and the side salad, but he'd need to pay for the steak. He was furious with me and stormed off to the bathroom. I paid for my meal, the wine, and the salad, and waited for him to come back. He didn't. After waiting for 20 minutes, I left. I found him sitting on a bench near where we parked the car. I asked him why he left and reminded him he needed to pay. He looked shocked when I said that and asked me if I didn't pay. I told him I'd paid for everything but the meat, and he lost it. He started yelling at me, telling me I was selfish, that I needed to grow up. I stayed calm and told him that he needed to go back and pay. He scoffed and walked away. I ended up driving home without him. Now he's saying it's my fault that he can't show his face in his favorite restaurant since he dined and ditched. It's a pretty small restaurant, so he'd 100% be recognized and kicked out. So am I the jerk? I really don't think OP is the jerk because OP clearly established this rule well before this event. So, I don't really know what this guy was expecting, he could be hopeful but he should have been more than prepared to understand that OP still going to have their boundaries and their morals and that they weren't going to cover it. Not to mention they just expected that you would cover the most expensive steak on the menu without ever even clearing it. Not exactly a great boyfriend move in my opinion. Our next story is, am I the jerk because I told my stepchildren's dad his opinion doesn't matter? So I live with my wife, and we have a blended family. My stepkids are usually with us, although right now they're with their dad for Father's Day weekend. He called me yesterday and said he wanted to talk about something the kids told him. He said they told him that my son, from my prior relationship, has his boyfriend over all the time. He said it makes him uncomfortable that his kids are spending so much time around this older boy he doesn't know. To make a long story short, our disagreement ended with me telling him that he's not a member of my household and his opinion doesn't matter. When his kids are with him, he makes the decisions. When they're with my wife, she does. He said he always gets a say over what happens with his kids. I said not in my house. He said I was a jerk and he was going to take my wife back to court. I asked him if he was going to start using all the custody days he already has before asking for more because that might give him better odds. He told me to go freak myself. My wife is upset with me because antagonizing her ex makes her life more difficult. I do feel bad for making things more difficult for my wife, but I also feel like this guy needed a reality check. Am I the jerk for how I spoke to him? Although it does make things a little bit more, I would say, annoying, and I guess by extension that makes things harder, I think OP was completely right here. I'm proud of OP for putting their foot down and saying, no, you can't affect any of the decisions we make in our house. Also, it sounds to me it might be more homophobia playing into it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for letting my child throw a tantrum over a joke in front of my child-free friend? I, 31-year-old female, invited some friends over for breakfast earlier today. My husband was out, so it was just me and my daughter, three. One of my friends, Sandy, 33, is child-free and gets very upset when children act up in public. She typically avoids coming over when my daughter is home, but we were going on vacation soon and she has a trip planned immediately after we get back, so this would be the last time we have a chance to catch up for a while. I had my daughter stay up in her room for the most part, but at one point she came down to get a snack. She has a favorite bowl and requested that bowl, so I got it for her and set it down on the table while I got the rest of her snack together. Sandy decided that it would be funny to take the bowl and hold it out of her reach while I was in the pantry and I came out and when I heard my daughter start to get upset. Sandy was laughing and my daughter looked like she was about to cry so I asked Sandy to please set the bowl down and not do that again. Sandy said that it was just a bowl and it was funny how upset she was getting over it and that she could either eat out of another bowl or ask politely instead of whining. My daughter got really upset at that and started to cry and scream. Sandy clearly didn't expect that reaction and looked at me with a sort of shocked face to see what I was going to do. I took the bowl from her and gave it to my daughter, then told her to go upstairs and play for a bit and I'd give her her snack when she was calm enough to eat it. Sandy asked me if I was serious in letting my child act like that knowing that she hated children's tantrums. I asked her why she would provoke my daughter in the first place. To which she replied that she didn't expect such a big reaction, and there's no reason for her to scream like that over a bowl, and that my daughter was acting like a brat in front of company and I should have disciplined her. Sandy left soon after. Most of my friends agree with me that Sandy freaked around and found out, but Sandy still thinks I should have disciplined my daughter for having such a dramatic reaction to a minor issue, especially knowing that she gets so upset when children act out. I also definitely believe that Sandy didn't know my daughter would throw a tantrum and wouldn't have done it otherwise because she doesn't know much about children and what can set them off and she hates tantrums and would never cause one on purpose. Am I the jerk? I don't think Opie's the jerk. I think this was really unnecessary behavior with a kid that she probably is not that close to, especially considering how they apparently feel about kids and kids' tantrums. She literally taunted and baited OP's kid into freaking out and then expected OP to punish the kid for freaking out. That doesn't make sense, right? Our next story is, am I the jerk for not helping my family's restaurant because my brother was being paid and I wasn't? So my 17-year-old female parents recently came into a fair bit of money, inheritance from one of my mom's elderly relatives, I think, and decided to buy out a local ice cream shop that was going out of business. They love that place because it's where they met and has tons of sentimental meaning to them. They also hired my 18 year old brother to work there because they want him to have job experience before going off to college. They didn't offer to hire me and I didn't ask because I already have a fast food job. Anyway, my house is pretty close to the shop and my friends and I decided to meet up there yesterday for ice cream and to hang out. For reference, we're a group of four high schoolers. It was pretty busy so we got in line. About a minute in, my brother came out of the back and waved me over. He handed me an apron and asked me to help out his coworker in the back because they had to clean the machines ASAP, but my brother had to open a second register because of how busy it was. I refused on the grounds that I wasn't being paid, and he said that I had to help out because it's the family business, and because of how swamped the place was and how panicked his coworker was. He even offered to let my friends skip the line if I helped out for 10 minutes to give his co-worker a hand and said I owed it to him to help out because I brought such a big group in. I decided that would cause a scene in a packed shop and refused again. He huffed and waved me off, then went to open the second register. I went back to my friends and the rest of our meetup went well, but my brother kept giving me dirty looks until we got our cones and left. Later that night, my parents confronted me and said what I did was petty. They told me to work a shift the next day to make up for it, but backed off once I reminded them that I have an actual job that I was scheduled to work pretty much all day the next day. I ended up getting off scot-free, however my whole family maintains that I'm petty and lazy and now I'm wondering if they're right. So am I the jerk? OP is definitely not the jerk. First of all, if they're not getting paid but their brother is? then yeah, I understand not wanting to do that work for free. Secondly, what kind of argument is you brought such a big group into our restaurant? Sorry that OP just brought more business to your store. That doesn't make any sense. Our next story is, am I the jerk for taking my girlfriend's drinks out of the fridge to prove a point? My girlfriend, female, 20, and I, male, 22, have recently moved into our first shared apartment together. Since this is the first time for both of us living on our own, my parents offered that they'll pay for our fridge. My parents own a rather expensive fridge that has a built-in ice cube dispenser. For the lack of better suggestions for my girlfriend, I decided I want exactly the same fridge as my parents for our apartment. My girlfriend, however, was against it because, in her opinion, extras like the ice cube dispenser are a waste of money and it would be rude to ask my parents to pay for it. She said we should know our place and go for something more modest and that she wouldn't use the ice cube dispenser anyway. If I want cold drinks I should just put my drink in the fridge beforehand. She never said what kind of fridge she would like though and so in the end she dropped it and my parents bought us the expensive fridge when we moved in. It's been a while now and I frequently use the ice cube dispenser while she just keeps all of her drinks in the fridge and takes up loads of space. So yesterday, when I tried to fit in the other groceries I bought, I took out all her drinks. So she'll have to use the ice cube dispenser now if she wants a cold drink. When she found out, she called me a petty idiot and hasn't been talking to me since. Am I the jerk? Personally, I think OP is 100% the jerk. Because I myself, unless I'm drinking water, prefer not to have ice in any of my drinks. It's just a personal thing, but unless I drink whatever I'm drinking right away, I don't want it getting watered down. I think one of the best guilty pleasures is just having an ice-cold can of soda that you can pull out of the fridge. You know, without having to water it down. This next story is, am I the jerk for walking out of my birthday dinner when I discovered that my cousin had been invited? My cousin Nancy bullied me severely during middle and high school. Nancy would call me names in the hallway, start rumors about me, and pressured other girls into not being friends with me. In my sophomore year, I ended up having a mental breakdown at school because of Nancy and my parents stopped talking to hers for a long time. I still avoid Nancy and don't have any kind of relationship with her, as the only apology she ever gave me was not sincere. This year, my parents insisted on preparing my birthday dinner because they were getting reservations to one of my favorite restaurants. For every potential guest, they confirmed with me whether or not I wanted them to attend. This included Nancy. I told my parents that I didn't want Nancy there. Seeing her brings up a lot of bad feelings and memories for me. Plus, it was just meant to be a small family dinner with my parents, sister Grace, and grandparents. It wouldn't be odd to not invite a cousin anyway. My parents told me they understood, and that they, Grace and our grandparents, would be the only people there. But when I arrived last night, Nancy was sitting at the table between my seat and Grace's. My parents were begging me with their faces to just sit down, but I looked at Nancy, shook my head at my parents, and then walked out without saying anything else. I was incredibly upset because I specifically told them not to invite Nancy, yet they invited her anyway knowing how miserable she made me. I kept getting phone calls from my parents and Grace, so I shut off my phone for the night. But when I turned it on this morning, I had many text messages from my parents, saying they were disappointed in me for walking out of my own birthday dinner. They said that I made things difficult in front of my grandparents and I could at least tolerate my cousins since Nancy's dad, my uncle, did die only a few years ago. Even Grace texted me saying I should have shown respect to my parents because they waited weeks for those reservations and I could have just called a truce with Nancy for a few hours since he hadn't said or done anything to me then at the table. My friends and boyfriend told me that I was within my rights because it was meant to be my birthday dinner and they invited someone who I specifically asked them not to. So now I'm conflicted, am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely not the jerk. If somebody says, hey, we're throwing you a birthday party, who do you want there? And you say, oh, I absolutely do not want this person there. You have an ex- Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. expectation and an understanding to not have that person there, regardless of the parents would really love to have that person there. They violated OP's trust. There was an agreement made. This next story is, Am I the jerk for having no TV at dinner? I, 32-year-old female, live out of state and flew home for my mom's birthday to surprise her. She was away on a holiday with a friend and was arriving home on her birthday, so I arranged to take a day off, come home a day early to organize cooking dinner and her cake. Dad goes off to the airport and they both come home and I surprise her with a dinner, cake and a present. Dad has done nothing for her birthday, no present, nothing. When mom arrives, she's happy I'm there to surprise her and we sit down and have dinner and wine and hear about her trip away. She even has gifts for us from her holiday. As we're still catching up and having a wine, dad stands up, turns off the dinner jazz playing through the TV and puts the game on anxiety runs through me and I tell him this is not acceptable and to turn it off and come back to the table. He sulks and says, no one cares about what I want, it's all about you. And we continue to sit and chat before dessert, cake, and a few minutes later he leaves the table and does it again, removing himself to sit at the couch and put the game on full volume. This angered me and I began swearing and asking him how he can treat his wife like this on her birthday how he had done absolutely nothing for her special day, and how he would never watch TV during a celebration with his extended family. He argued back saying that picking her up from the airport, 15 minutes away, was enough that that no one cares about me or what I want, it's always your way. Mom is so downtrodden at this point in the marriage, she even began to agree with him saying, he did do something, he picked me up from the airport, am I the jerk? Should I have compromised and accepted him watching the game during a dinner I arranged and flew home for? I think the only way you can say OP is the jerk is for allowing this to derail the whole thing. As in, they could have just let him go off and yeah, it sucks that he did that, but OP could have still turned around and had a good time with their mom and focused on making the best out of the situation. Although I do firmly agree that the dad definitely seems like a jerk too. This next story is Am I the jerk for inviting my dad and brother over on Father's Day? About a month ago, my 32 year old male, significant other, 33, made plans for Father's Day where we would spend the day with the kids, including our newborn son. The idea was to chill at home with the family, and then we would make a nice dinner together at the end of the day. Skipped it today, and this morning, my brother texted me and our dad if we had plans on or around Father's Day for us to get together. I offered my place for the spot and we set up a time around noon to meet. This wouldn't infringe on my plans too much with my significant other, since the main event was the dinner, and the meeting with the guys would only be three hours or so. Plus, my brother would get to meet my newborn for the first time. I tell my significant other the new plans, and at first she seemed fine with it, but later she's pissed. She wanted the whole day with me, demanding to see the group chat, saying that she's going to take the kids to her cousin's place on Father's Day. Am I crazy? I didn't think she would care about the change since this is my special day and it's not interrupting the important part of the night. Now we're talking about ending things. Where did I go wrong? Honestly I think this is a bit of a red flag for OP. Should they have maybe have discussed it before agreeing straight up, maybe. But I do agree that on Father's Day OP as the father should be able to have a little bit of an extra say on what happens. And what OP did, like they said, doesn't really compromise any of the plans that they had previously made. Our next story is, am I the jerk ordering extra food for friend because she usually eats some of mine? This happened during the recent college semester and I'm still quite confused. I, 20-year-old male, would eat lunch with my friend, 20-year-old female, and a few other friends nearly every weekday, basic college cafeteria food. Every time, my friend would take some off my plate which I don't mind. It's crappy college cafeteria food and I'm on a meal plan. One time, I ordered a little extra fries and tenders. When she finished her meal and started reaching over for mine, I just slid the extra portion over to her. I genuinely don't see how this could be seen as malicious. I was just thinking, she'll eat it anyway, so why not? And that was literally the end of my thought process. Thought it would be a nice thing and I was a bit hungry that day because I had to skip breakfast, so I thought it would be a win-win. She looked at the extra food with disgust and said, What is this? I said, I ordered it for you. She said, What, you think I need more food? I just told her that since she usually takes some of mine, I would just get her a side portion of her own. I explained how usually I don't care, but I was hungry that day. She was like, What, you think I always take your food? I said every time we eat together you take some. And I explained that I don't care and just tried to move on with this. I asked a friend about his product or something, don't really remember. She got really pissed like, oh so you keep track of when I take your food. I said no and that I just thought it would be a nice thing and a win-win for the both of us. She went on about how I was thinking ahead and how I must have been sick of her eating my food. She said how she doesn't need to eat less food, she's not overweight or anything. So I'm genuinely confused as to how it got to that point. She's generally a calm, friendly person I get along with and talk to frequently, and the day after that it went back to normal, just really lost. I didn't even think about the things or situations she brought up. I was just like, hungry today, order her more so I can eat more, win-win. And that was the end of my thought process so very clearly they're feeling all kinds of insecure about this, possibly from multiple angles, but the fact remains OP's not the jerk. Whether it's a friend or even like a partner, it's a very reasonable thing to do to order some extra for them to just pick at. Our next story is, am I the jerk for letting someone drink my friend's beer and refusing to pay them back? I, 28-year-old male, had a friend, 29-year-old male, ryan over almost three months ago where he bought a 12 pack of course and only drank half of it when he left he left the remaining beers in my fridge despite me reminding him to grab them since then he came over twice for little things and i told him to grab the beers he left but he didn't come saturday i had a couple people over and they asked if they could have the course which i considered abandoned at this point so i say sure they drank all of the remaining beers that night Last night, Brian came over for a minute and asked to grab his beers, and I told him they were gone. He got angry that I gave his beers away and demanded I pay for the remaining beers. I refused because I felt he had plenty of time to take or drink them and that he abandoned them at my place. Am I the jerk? You mean to tell me that this guy left something in your fridge three months ago and got upset that three months later, when he comes back for half of the package, he's upset that it's gone? He'd have been lucky if there was anything left. Op is definitely not the jerk, and if anything, they were making sure they weren't wasteful. This next story is, am I the jerk for not pushing my family to include my fiancé in Christmas card photos? I, 37-year-old male, am engaged to my fiancé, 31-year-old female, planning on getting married at the end of this year. My family takes a Christmas card photo every year usually around big events like graduations or parties when everyone's together, which isn't often. Years ago, my mom instituted a not-until-you're-married policy to including significant others in photos, and applied that rule to my brother when he was dating and engaged to his now-wife. My fiancé has had significant issues with this. Last year, when the family took photos shortly after she and I were engaged, She directed many snide comments to me about how excluded she feels. This year, she flatly refused to drive with me to a family graduation, saying how hurt and excluded she felt by this policy, since we're getting married this year and the card is coming out the year we're getting married. I've tried to explain that this isn't our card, that it isn't our right to tell others who can and can't be on their card. And we could always have our own card to start our own tradition. She's made several comments around how surprised she is that I haven't stood up for her to my mother, even telling me that she's discussed the issue with others and they're also surprised that I wouldn't take a stand with my mother on this. She also made a point multiple times to say good, less time to spend on photos with them at the wedding, implying a tit-for-tat response to this policy. I don't really know what to do. Am I the jerk? Whether or not you think that significant others or fiancés should be included in this Christmas card photo, I do think it's completely within their right if they want to have only certain family members in the Christmas card photo to have them in there as long as the family members are okay with being in it. I think Opie was being pretty rational. It especially makes it look that way when their fiancé is starting to plan this evil revenge that happens at their wedding for no reason. This next story is am i the jerk for grounding my daughter after she called me a liar my husband male 47 and i female 40 are getting divorced we have three kids together amelie female 17 male 15 and male 4. when my husband and i met we were both married to other people he was my ex-husband's co-worker we met in one of their company parties we hit it off and we had an affair before we divorced to start dating Amelie was born shortly after we got divorced. We never felt like we should tell all of this to our kids when they were growing up, mainly because they were too young. Neither him or I had kids with our exes, so we just throw away our wedding photos and pretended neither of those marriages happened. When or if the kids asked how we met, we told them it was through common friends. Well, now that we're getting divorced, Amelie has picked her dad's side. I can't really stop her from seeing him whenever she wants because our custody agreement isn't over yet, so she often goes to his house after school or spends the weekends with him. He told her the truth. He's trying to get her to believe that I'm wrong in all of this, although all I'm doing is supporting my son. He's trying to get her against me and against her brother. She told her that he's always wanted to tell them the truth but I didn't allow it, since it would make me look bad. That's obviously a lie but Amelie believed him. When she came back home she started arguing with me about why I never told her the truth. She called me a lying witch. I tried to explain to her the truth and what her dad is trying to do. She told me she never wants to see me again and such. I got sick of that and grounded her. I took her phone and sent her to her room. This morning she wasn't talking to me. All she told me is that she hates me and will try to leave to live with her dad. My coworker thinks I was the jerk for grounding her she's a confused teenager. I don't know what to believe, really. So I'd like to read some outsider perspectives, please. OP, I think, is definitely the jerk here. I just think their responses weren't what they needed to be. I think their co-worker's on the ball here. She's just confused and she's hurt because nobody told the truth to her and it wasn't even like that big of a thing that you had to lie and hide it from them for all their lives. Instead of helping them through their worked up emotions or just trying to be there, you doubled down and grounded them for being worked up and confused. This next story is, am I the jerk for exposing my half-sister's lies about our childhood? I, 24-year-old female, have a half-sister, 27-year-old female, we will call her Taylor. My dad had a weekend visitation with Taylor at our house until I was 8, and it was the worst. She bullied me really badly anytime time I saw her, to the point that I would scream every time my dad even mentioned her coming over. Even if we were kept apart, she would break my things, upset my pets, and tell lies about me. Every week, her mom would end up in the kitchen screaming at my parents. Taylor's mom died when she was 11. Her mom didn't have any family able to take her in, and nor did my dad. My dad was the only one who could get custody. When I was told about this, I freaked out, screaming, crying for hours, calling my grandparents and demanding to live with them. All of it. My mom wasn't willing to have Taylor in the house on that basis, and I'm pretty sure she said that she would move out if my dad pushed the issue. Taylor ended up being sent to boarding school the next year, and she would go to stay with other members of my dad's family during breaks. When I was 14, my parents divorced, and I would see Taylor every few months at my dad's during school breaks. I'd learned to stand up for myself, and she'd grown up so there was no bullying, but we'd bicker. She was hostile, and I never backed down. I didn't see her much after she went to college and then I went to college far away as well. We now live in the same small city, I moved here in March. It's the kind of place where everyone from each generation knows or knows of each other. I had never encountered Taylor socially and never mentioned knowing her, but I had met her boyfriend and his friends are part of my larger social group. The other night I was at a party and Taylor and her boyfriend were there as well. We made eye contact and waved, but she pretty much avoided me all night. During the night, our mutual friends asked how I know Taylor, and I said we're half-sisters. They all looked super uncomfortable, and I pressed for an explanation. Basically Taylor's been telling everyone that she was homeless as a kid because her stepmother and half-sister hated her and demanded she be shipped off to boarding school and made her dad ignore her. Were it not for the fact that it was obviously going to come out sooner or later that we were related. I probably wouldn't have bothered to set the record straight. As it was, I'm going to be around these people for a long time, and I didn't feel I should have had to walk around burdened by the weight of her lies, so I told the group the context. She called me yesterday to yell at me. Apparently she's being ostracized from the group. Her relationship is in trouble, her career opportunities are in jeopardy, etc. I don't see how any of this is my fault because she's the one who lied but according to some people I should have been a bit more gentle in my retelling of the facts because it's her experience and I've basically blackballed her. I think the environment that was created and the way OP acted definitely put some fault on their side and I don't know if it was actually that inaccurate what she said was the true account of her being homeless because of the entire situation. I think the bottom line here is O.P. and Taylor deserved better. The adults failed both of them in a major way. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy am I the jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.